Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight only on Disney Plus. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed. Call Andy and Kelly for your business paper needs. Or Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people. Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people. Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and I don't care if Ryan murdered her entire family. She is like a son to me, Sean Roney. <laughs> and I'm Edward James, hottest in the office. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Yeah, I'm glad you called. Ryan is being a little bitch again. Come on, Michael. What's up, my brother? <laughs> <laughs> Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. This week's topic is the unrequited love. Mm. Uh, of Michael and Ryan, uh, and uh, and then we'll finish up today's episode with some listener-provided trivia sent to us by Ryan. Ryan. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Ryanception. <laughs> uh, so uh, very excited to get into all that, but before we do. Alex, do we have a little housekeeping to start with? Well, our normal Patreon plug, uh, which I won't go too deep into, except that part of your Patreon now is entrance into an exclusive, beautiful community uh, that is the Michael Scott Podcast Company Discord. If you live that Discord life, you got to be you got to be in on this. Uh, we, we got uh, tons of channels. We got uh, break rooms. There's office chat. There's conference room. We're sharing memes. There's a toast talk channel. Uh, there's a job role play channel if you're into that. We got a private exclusive Scott's Tots channel where Sean and I, mainly Sean, I bet Edward will be there. We hang out on there. Uh, you get all sorts there. of, you hang, uh, he's in there. He's in there now. Yeah. You can it. chat with us. We're hanging out in there. Sean and I just went to Vegas. I was blasting pics in there from Vegas the whole time. <laughs> I mean, it's the place to be. It's the place to be if you got five bucks in your pocket and want to become a tot. I'll tell you that. And uh, I I do believe some of it is open to the the public, right? Oh yes, so, yes, it's... yeah. So so if you're not a Scott's Todd or you know if you can't afford it or whatever, that's no problem. Come yes. on the Discord and and hang out because honestly, I think this is way more enter- like people people are so fast with the quotes and so like deep cuts. Deep cuts. Deep on cuts. There. It's very, I'm very impressed. Yes. I honestly 
it's more entertaining than our podcast to me personally. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a warm, wonderful place. There's links to it. Um, we'll put it in our episode description. Also, last week's episode had links to it as well. So you, anyone can join the Discord. Um, but if you are that taught, you get some special treatment there. You get access to some special channels. So check it That's right. out. That's right. And uh, Edwin, I believe you oh, have a little oh, house. I'm sorry, really quick. Oh, no, no, no. no. I, I need to give a huge... I need to give a huge shout out uh, to both Brianna and Kayla who have basically run this whole thing. And I know Brianna's helping run this, run it a lot. um, And, but Kayla came in to help Brianna kind of set it up and Kayla's done. I mean, she's been running our, our fan group on the Facebook. She helped so much with this discord. She's put a ton of her time and energy and we want to give her uh, Brianna too, but especially Kayla a massive, shout out for the work she's done um yes she is she is the wind beneath our wings she is she's been awesome so everyone big shout out to kayla get into that discord and just give her some give her some props yeah thank you kayla and brianna and also i'll plug um our mspc fan group podcast uh that they run (laughs) as well (laughs) so go listen to that if you need more content (laughs) 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 but for real though it is i have enjoyed that podcast so much anyways uh edwin uh i think you have some housekeeping as well yeah um well also if you need more content uh just remember you can always join our patreon for five bucks a month uh and get a lot of bonus (laughs) content as well but hey some additional housekeeping from my side i would highly encourage everyone to go listen to temptation island um, it's on Spotify. I think it's wherever you get your music. But uh, me and the homie Chili Willy, um, some pretty fun, uh, silly R&B music. Uh, just a couple songs in there, but I, I encourage you to check it out uh, if you like the theme song to this podcast. Um, uh, Sean asked me if there was a specific reason why I wanted to plug it this week, and it's because our, our listener count for January was was pretty small. <laughs> uh, more than one, less than ten. So uh, let's let's get the numbers correct. up, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, please log into Spotify. Uh, you know, do that thing where you just put it on repeat all night while you sleep in the other room. <laughs> Give these guys yeah, some love. I, well, you could no, also just turn it's the volume such a, down too. Also, it's a great. Also, or it's you great could just music. Turn the volume up and just listen <laughs> to it. Turn the volume all up. way up. No, we're talking if you're sleeping. Yes. If you want to just get the plays in while you sleep. But yeah. If you're sleeping, you can also listen with the volume on. That is oh. whatever you whatever feels best to stay true to your heart. We'll turn it all the way down. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. Check out the Patreon, check out the Discord, check out Temptation Island. Check out Temptation Island, folks. Let's uh, check out some Michael and Ryan. Let's check out Michael and Ryan. Uh, Edwin, why are we talking about Michael and Ryan this week? I'm so glad you asked. Uh, well, this is a topic that we haven't explored, a dynamic between two of the main characters, or at least in, uh, Ryan is is a major featured player early, early, early on in the show um, in that sort of main core group of Michael, uh, Dwight, Jim, Pam, and then also Ryan. Um I've made this comparison before, but he's kind of like the also why if they were all vowels um, mm-hmm. as a main character. But totally. Michael and Ryan have such a unique signature dynamic, I think, uh, with the boss and the temp, um, especially in the early seasons as like kind of a sort of foundational dynamic of the office. And uh, 
one that as I, as I dig a little bit more deep into it, uh, very, very interesting or very, very uh, surprising in a lot of ways. So excited to talk about it with you guys this week. Yeah, it's an inter yeah, the interesting Venn diagram of, of Michael's sexuality, <laughs> especially in the early <laughs> seasons. It's kind of conscious. Like, yes. It, <laughs> He, there's the it's the it's the weirdest relationship between two characters and yes yeah although it does evolve and it changes it it kind of never loses this thing of like Michael is always kind of wishes he was Ryan and that it becomes a weird sexual relationship in that way one sided very one sided but uh, it never goes away. I don't want to veer off course, but I was trying to think of like another relationship in television or or film that i could compare it to and i was really struggling <laughs> i ah, that's yeah well something to think about during the episode yeah so we'll work on it but uh but yeah michael and ryan so i mean should we dive right in? I mean, it was season one. I, this is the opening I mean, of the show. Is this relationship? That's the way to go. I mean, I I know you said you were you were veering off, but that not really. I think you're you're kind of on target here. I, the Michael and Ryan relationship starts as kind of this extension of what is kind of the core framing device of the office, which is people relating to the power dynamic or the power structure between like their boss in yeah. their workplace. So I mean we, so we much come into of, the show I mean, almost through Ryan's eyes. Yeah, very true. He he comes in and is like yeah, fresh eyes in um in the pilot. I mean Ricky Gervais has talked about in the UK office like sort of it kind of being the sensation of your boss making all these jokes but and you don't find them funny, but you you're kind of a captive audience and you don't have to laugh, but you you still have to be there. Like that whole sensation and that sort of awkward tension and like that really lives in the UK office. But I think noodles Ryan and, and Michael is noodles and, <laughs> noodles and company. <laughs> All right. Noodles and company is a restaurant where Sean and I both worked um, for, for one summer. I worked there one summer with Sean together and I think you worked there a second summer as well. I just, yeah, I just ate there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's good food. <laughs> but I think, yeah, Edwin and I, I think we, I think you know who I'm talking about, but we had a boss who I remember very first day, it was like that you're just kind of cornered and they're just like, you know, hey, what do you do when someone walks into your house? You say hello, <laughs> right? So like when someone walks into the restaurant, what do you do? You say hello. <laughs> All right, man. Okay. So, so, the, so this is a tangent and a good one. Um, when we worked there, and maybe maybe this is still the case because it is like a chain of restaurants. You yes. had to have T-shirts that like had adjectives that describe the food, and you got to like pick two or three or something. Do you remember what your shirts were? Ooh, mine oh, were like man. fresh and spicy. Yeah, I, I think I probably just went with what you went with. Um. But we can we can we can kind of uh, calibrate. Sorry, calibrate. yes. Sorry, yes. Um, yeah, I just saw you go through a lot of memories just then. <laughs> in, yeah, in your but, head. There, but so. I think, but just to say that, head, like, both fresh and spicy. <laughs> <laughs> but just to say, I think when when we see Ryan getting this, you know, uh, what is it, initiation sort of tour and all these An like orientation, a new yeah, new orientation. hire. Orientation. That's the word. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Initiation uh, comes a little bit later. 
Yeah, I mean, three. you know, it, it's 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 a little it's a, like it's it's hard to watch almost because you yeah. kind of have been everybody's been there in some respect, except not to the extent of where it's going. Although, actually, some people probably I mean, it, it, unfortunately, it gets into I mean, Ryan literally in the corner of Michael's office while he fake fires Pam like it's so yeah. it's so in his face. He's Within an hour of being there, he's witnessing this, and he is just like, I, you can see he's physically uncomfortable being there, as I think anyone would be. Um, mm. But Michael, right from, right from the beginning, Steve Carell plays his relationship with Ryan physically with such, like, he clearly is thinking, okay, Ryan is now the youngest you know, brightest guy coming into this office. And if he wants to work here, like I, that means we're cool. And that means I got to be cool. And I got to be someone that he likes. And this is one of Michael's, you know, fatal flaws as a boss, which is he wants to be liked and not, he's more, he's more invested in that than being a good boss. Right. Uh, He wants to be a good friend and someone who's respected. And so he wants, he wants this like Ryan's my guy. Ryan's coming in. I'm going to make him mine. I'm putting, he, taking him under my wing. He constantly calls him his protege. And he, throughout this whole tour, he's like, he wants he wants Ryan to be impressed with this little village he's built, this little family he's sort of garnered and 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 nourished. And, and uh, none of that is the case. And instead, Ryan just like watches Pam cry, uh, watches him do a, a bunch of not offensive jokes. People laugh at Ryan's joke instead of. His, which happens also in the BBC office, uh, you put him in custody. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Michael is over, overjoyed in that moment. He hits him in the chest. Yeah, yeah. like he's found this kindred <laughs> spirit. Um, and so, you know, Ryan's doing his best to blend in, and Michael is doing his best to make everyone uncomfortable as usual. So I, well, I feel yeah. we've definitely talked about this this other relationship before, but like, you know. I feel like this is very much Michael trying to be the Todd Packer to, to Ryan's Michael, you know, like he, he wants, to, I think this is we're like, I'm sure he's pulling out of a lot, a lot of his repeat jokes. Yes. Thinking that Ryan is going to like these, like, and I think because and, Ryan's young, he's like, I think I can relive some glory days with Ryan. We're going to go get drinks exactly. after work. He's like, we're going to go out and I'm going to, have sex with two women while that's Ryan, awesome. Ryan watches. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, I think I think too in the pilot, Ryan is so uh, as you mentioned, he comes in. There's so there's no um, persona for him in the office, as he says later on season two. I don't want to become a guy here. The way that Stanley is the crossword puzzle guy, and you know, like a funny sort of flip on that. You're stuck in that awkward tension where the boss makes the joke, but you don't find it funny. Like a version of that or it, like a sort of um, like inflection of that is the boss takes a shine to you and you don't really know how to take it or how to perceive it yeah. or what they're what they're actually interested in. And I think, too, in that moment, Alex, where you talked about the fake firing. Well, first of all, one of my favorite timestamp moments, Jamie Kennedy and punked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah. he asks he asks Ryan if he if he likes that kind of stuff. And Ryan just says, "Oh yeah, sure," which is I think like the most natural thing in like a first day of work when someone asks you if you like something. And we we talked about this in, in last week's episode where you, you kind of go with the flow, maybe. Yeah, you just go, "Oh uh, yeah, right. sure." 
yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the yeah. move when someone asks if you've seen a movie and you're just like, yeah, or you're like, uh, mm-hmm. no, but I've heard of it. And you're just, you just want to, you know, you want to meet someone halfway. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's exactly what it is. Ryan, Michael really, really takes a shine to Ryan. Um, and I think too, there is Ryan, I think, um, uh, as I was preparing for this episode, it was so much of less me. It was so much less of me thinking about Michael and so much more thinking about Ryan mm. and like what his mm. sort Good of point. trajectory and arc is on the show and how Ryan is clearly, I think it's pretty obvious to see that they didn't have like a, there isn't a clear long-term plan for him as a character. Um, I mean, they have BJ Novak as kind of this like, like sort of rising comedy star who they add to the show, who's a writer and like obviously brings a ton to the show, but it's not, he's not Michael and he's not Michael's accomplished slash Dwight, you know, he's not the will they, won't they love story. He's just kind of this bonus character. And I think the Ryan and Michael dynamic is a great way for them to like explore what to do with this temp person. Um, but it, like Ryan's path is so it, it like ebbs and flows so much. And yeah. the way that his relationship works with Michael like it changes because the power dynamic between them changes, you know. Totally, we don't need to I, jump I, to that right away. But no, I I think that's a good point. Like, let's zoom out for a second and say, like, you know, it it is interesting how their relationship ebbs and flows, and how you're saying like you you thought about Ryan more. It's almost like you know Michael's position never changes. He's always the manager of Scranton. He's always gonna love Ryan, always. But Ryan moves around a lot. And changes his opinion on Ryan a lot, right? You know, seasons one and two and three, <laughs> you know, he's just kind of like, you know, stay away. Like, please, like, leave me alone. Like, it's too much. But then later, he's a little bit like into having a sugar daddy <laughs> in, <laughs> in, in Michael, right? I mean, he does. you're right. <laughs> Right. I mean, Mike, Michael is getting him and a job and helping him boo-boos. move. And like, you know, I mean, and uh, and then later investing in Wolf and all these other things. So it's it is it. You do definitely have to look at, at Ryan mostly in order to understand <laughs> the movement of this yeah. relationship. It's very true. It's very true. And, and you know, when Todd Packer. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. I was going to move on, move on to the next. Uh, oh, I was just going show. to say when. Todd Packer gets fired at the at the uh, in the Saber Store episode. I know this seems like a weird place to go with it. He says, uh, "I'm an institution," but really, Michael is the institution. Michael is the one who's in place all the way up until the where he voluntarily leaves. Yeah, he can't really move into corporate. Mm-mm. He doesn't want to go back to sales when Jim yeah. becomes command. Like, yeah, Michael the half an episode is like is is the place to be. Um, Got to do something, man. You can't just sit there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 that's I think I think you made a, a, a an astute observation, uh, Sean. Thank you. <laughs> that uh, it's Ryan who moves around, Michael. Yeah, yeah. Ryan and burns all the bridges around him, except the one the fire guy, the metal, the metal bridge that will never burn, and that is that is Michael. <laughs> and he eventually realizes he needs it. Um, yeah, but I mean, speaking of fired guy, going on to the fire performance review injury. These are all big, big episodes where, again, Michael is like heavily wanting to uh, have my have Ryan near him. I mean, in the injury, he 
immediately it's I want I need Ryan to come pick me up. I want Ryan here. Yeah. Um it's it's I think I don't think in season one he's so much of a personal assistant like to yeah. Michael, like because of course Dwight is doing all those things for Michael. But in season two, we start to see him like calling Ryan in early and sending him out to get yams at the gas station in Carbondale. Is that right? Nice. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. Uh, (laughs) But uh, yeah, I think he really kind of becomes a personal assistant in, in season two. Michael is very controlling over Ryan and, uh, and, and he like, also crossed, he also power starts to over. cross the line a bit more. Well, go around, yeah. take the pants off. Yeah, this is yeah. Dundies. Really, really starts to cross the line. <laughs> is when you get hottest in the office. That's episode one of season two. And I think, I, like, the the fire is a good check in too because he, like, we learn Ryan's going to business school at night. And I think when when Michael learns this, it's a bit of a threat to Michael. I think just in mm. terms of like, not overtly, but I think Michael starts to see in Ryan the person he could have been or thinks he is in a way of like, Oh, you're going to get a degree in business. Well, you know, smarty pants. And it's this, you know, this business school, this plays out a lot more, but in the fire, when he burns the PETA, it's the first thing Dwight brings up is like, I guess a business school, they don't teach you, you know, how to use a toaster <laughs> oven or whatever. And so it becomes like, Oh, Ryan's this young hotshot who's clearly only here for a little bit. And he's probably going to move on to bigger and better things. Um, those bigger and better things become corporate and then a jail cell and then a bowling alley. So it's fine. <laughs> but like he gets that nickname fire guy, and it's almost like when that happens, Michael's like, okay, like I'm still, like, I'm still the boss here. Um, but already, I mean, early on it, that's what emerges between Michael and Ryan is this feeling of like, in a weird way, like Michael really needs Ryan there to feel like he still has a shot to be who Ryan is, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's like grass. He's I like, too, if Ryan's here, then I'm still there. Yeah. And not in, and not to tip too far into the future, because we should stay in the sure. era of the show. But in season four, when Ryan introduces Blackberries and Creed goes to Michael and says, this guy, the kid is the Grim Reaper. <laughs> He's like, you're over 40. That's the cutoff. So Michael is like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm still young. And, and that's what Creed says. You know, yeah. you, me, Sammy, Phyllis, <laughs> the chick you hit with your car. <laughs> um, but so Michael still sees himself as as a young person. So I think I think it's yes. a, a great call. I think, too, the other thing that we see here is Michael starting to not just cross the line, but like sort of break boundaries in a very inappropriate way. Like he gets, he's like, what's your, like, while you're collecting phone numbers, what's your phone number? Oh. And then he just starts calling him relentlessly. There's the temp. Let us play with him. It's and Michael then, Jackson. They're in the, <laughs> yeah. They're in the, they're, and then like they're in Michael's I'm car. I'm calling from Wonderland. You mean Neverland? <laughs> this is Tito. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're in the car, and then and Ryan is like, "Why don't we go outside and get get some air?" Like, how do they? They <laughs> in the backseat of the car. Like, my, Michael is uh always trying to push them closer together in a very very awkward tense way. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about in the injury when he falls in the bathroom? And he's like, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan's right outside Ryan the door. Is dead. Ryan is dead. He's not dead. I just saw <laughs> he him. Clean, he has to clean me up a little bit. Tell him to be <laughs> oh <together>. God. <laughs> I think that audio is so amazing. Just like the, uh, it makes me laugh yeah. so hard. The, the Steve Carell plus the the Foley sound effects, like amazing. Yeah, 
really good. <laughs> that, that's an inc- I I can't. That must have been a very difficult scene to get through. Uh, <laughs> going into like third season is when Ryan becomes you know full time. Is no longer a temp. He's in sales. Oh, sorry. One last thing yeah. for season two. Of course. In terms of crossing the line, buying the iPod. Oh, of course. So like not only yes. like he's Whoa. also bought him this gift. Like it's kind of uh, yeah. Aren't these like four hundred dollars? Uh, you left the price tag video on video iPod. Oh, did I? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he's, he's very <laughs> and and Michael is is very hurt emotionally hurt that that uh, that uh, you know so like it gets traded or whatever. It, <laughs> it really is so just good. just horrific uh, grooming. By Michael, so inappropriate. He's literally forces Ryan into yeah. tight physical spaces with him. He's buying him expensive yeah. gifts. He's, he's right. touching him all the time. It's just, it's really, really ugly. No, it's horrible. This is your girlfriend, and I'm mad. Yeah, yeah. It's it's harassment on on multiple levels. Yeah. By, I mean, the gift is egregious. I mean, a lot of things are, but you're right. Like, especially, it's like, isn't it at what fifteen dollar limit was what they agreed on? Twenty, yeah, yeah, twenty dollar. Oh, and to be God. singled out in front of every, yeah, it, it's it's. Uh, I mean, so awkward, really, that's the point, right? It's a, it's a, yeah, and it's that move that prevents prevents the teapot letter from being read that night. Mm. You know, it all goes back to Ryan. Yeah, forget about mm. the teapot letter. Give me the. Show me what Michael put on that iPod <laughs> when he gave it to Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> The new U2 album. He used to say, welcome to Scranton. Also, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Season three, Ryan becomes a salesman. He's able to assert a little distance. Yes. Um, You know, I think, I don't know, guy. I mean, is is there, does this relationship kind of ease off a little bit in season three? No. There's a business school episode. That's where right. Michael feels like his sort of greatest. You talk about business school, his Ryan's sort of business of professional career aspirations, maybe taking Ryan away from Michael, away from Dunder Mifflin into this other space, and Michael wanting to kind of attach himself to that rising star, maybe. Business school is, is this perfect sort of moment where Michael not only feels accepted, but uh, like held up on a pedestal to be this. Uh, Visiting professor, even though it's just a guest speaker. It's kind of his um, dream come true. And then true. in the car, yeah, yeah. And in the car, Michael is, is is he gives the he gives the quote: "May your hats fly as high as your dreams." He's never, you know, he talks about all the great memories that he would have had. And ah, in the car, campus. he's like, oh, "You're such a little, such a little spazzy boy." <laughs> and he starts poking him. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> or he talks it, about talks about. I mean, in different episodes, talks about switching ties. Like mm-hmm. there's. Uh yeah the, the the dynamic definitely continues it's just uh but this Brian, is when I think go ahead oh, sorry I'm sorry to cut you off uh oh this... no I wasn't it just... <laughs> if I could go ahead and go. jump in here Sean <laughs> this is when things start to flip this is when Ryan begins to get that power over over Michael because he puts him in this situation kind of knowingly uh realizing that one Michael's going to make a fool of himself and two these people are smart and they're going to ask you some upsetting questions yeah I mean this is uh, within the chronology of the whole 
show. This is kind of the end of the first act for Michael and Ryan in a way, or end of the, wherever you want mm. to put a marker. But business school is a very important episode for them because, it, yeah, like you said, subverts their relationship a bit. Michael is um, hurt. He's, he's really actually hurt by Ryan in this episode that he would do that. Shocked that Ryan would say these things about Dunder Mifflin becoming obsolete and that Ryan's working there and he's just doing this for extra credit and all these sort of things that actually leads to a scene where they're driving back from it and he's Ryan legitimately apologizes to Michael, um, which leads Michael to not, of course, he would never fire Ryan, but this is when Ryan is moved to the annex, which is sort of like beginning of the second act of Ryan's time at Dunder Mifflin, right? Um, this sort of launches really a lot of stuff with Kelly. Uh, he starts, Ryan starts getting really weird after this. I mean, he still has his corporate chapter ahead, but like this, this is where the, the sort of romance has, has uh, worn off a little bit. Let's say the infatuation has worn off for Michael. He's still in love with Ryan, but he's not <laughs> quite as overtly trying to uh, trap him in small rooms. Do you think, I mean, and maybe this is very obvious and something that I've just never considered. Do you think Ryan brought him in? I mean, Ryan talks about bringing him in to raise a full, his grade a full letter. He's like, I'd be stupid not to do it. Yeah. And right. Do you think he did it so that they would grill Michael? Or do you think that was just kind of like, I mean, he probably knew something like that would happen, but I think Ryan was, maybe, uh, I don't think he was like, I want to see Michael get burned at the stake here. I think Michael was like, Ryan is just burned at the foot. Burned at the foot. Very good. Uh, I think just, curious almost playing with michael to be like yeah i'm gonna introduce him as like the manager of this branch of a dying paper company but he's like i'm legitimately curious to see how michael handles some of these mm-hmm. questions and i think he actually wants to see michael like think like act, i think it's, be real about it i think it's just the beginning of ryan being like i can use michael hmm. i can use like i can like you know I don't I know this isn't going to go well but I can get what I want and which is a which who cares is a, what happens to Michael and wh- I think what he wants is a better grade right yeah he doesn't which care is, which is what we start to see a lot more of later in the show <laughs> yeah um but then also okay so is there maybe there's probably a bit of a I think in season 3 there's a bit of a production reasoning to Ryan moving to the annex, right? He's kind of a, a bit of a sh- like a head writer on the office. They need room for Andy, like, really, and Karen. And also, yeah, right. But mm, I think I, I do feel like we we see less interaction with Ryan and Michael it, after well, that episode. I mean, there are bits and pieces. You Like, it, it, again, like some of these things aren't major, but you think in um, Ben Franklin when they go to the like they go to the sex shop together and everything's blurred out, and, uh, and then, uh, later in that he just keeps giggling. That's the most yeah. intense use of blurring yeah. out I've ever seen in a TV show. Yeah. yeah, and then later in that same episode, Michael is grilling up steaks, deliciosity, and Ryan just says, "This is the same grill you burned your foot." I cleaned the foot. I cleaned the foot. I cleaned off the foot. Yes, I got all well, all the foot off of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, something that happens in um, I mean, there there are more moments. I I think, well, one other Michael moment with Ryan that really comes to mind is in um, it's so it's, it's available in super fan episodes on Peacock, but uh, safety training when Michael is threatening to jump into on the bouncy castle, uh, everybody tries 
to to talk him down. Daryl and Dwight, you know. And in the Superfan episode, they they turn to Ryan, and he's like, "No, I'm not really good at this kind of thing." And, and Stanley's like, "We all know, you all know what we're talking about here." So <laughs> so try try it out. And he's he's like, "Michael, you've always supported me in my career." And, Ryan, and Michael says from the top of the building, "I'll miss you most of all." And Ryan, and Ryan says, "Seriously, man, what is your deal?" And they have to take the megaphone from him. It's just, it's, it's like I, I kind of wish they kept it in because it's the one moment where Ryan just like bluntly asks, "Like, what, what is this? Like, what are you, what are you doing?" Like, yeah, I, I, Boil, yeah. boils over for just a sec. Yeah, it's very funny to have Stanley acknowledge it too. To just be like, everybody knows what this is. So just get on the get on the horn, kid. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's followed shortly by Andy saying something like, "Michael, don't jump uh, because you feel like you have something to prove to all of us." He's like, "If you're gonna jump, jump for yourself." And they also have to take it from Andy. But I think too. I think the point that you made about production is is is, uh, another great one because yes, they they only have so much room in the bullpen. And at the same time, and when it comes to Ryan being in the bullpen, they don't have that much for him to do. When Jim comes back, he wants him to help him play a prank on Andy. And he says, uh, ask me 10 years ago. Jim says, I liked you better when you were the temp. Ryan says, me too. Um, when they go to the, the Benihana and, and um, Benihana Christmas, Ryan gives all the excuses to not go. Like, Ryan is, um, again, such a reflection of Jim that, Ryan has uh, all the outs to not participate in anything, really. Um, but he also doesn't have anything that brings him any joy in the office. He doesn't yeah. have a he doesn't have Pam. He doesn't have pranking Dwight. He doesn't have anything that seems to keep him there um, in that way. Um, he has Dwight trying to take him under his wing in initiation or telling him all those things like the what, like the riddles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think the only other thing that I see like from Ryan where he's kind of playing along or trying to like have a bit or a joke or a prank is, is in grief counseling when he tells the Lion King story. Right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I had no, oh, it would probably take like an hour and a half to tell that whole story. <laughs> so, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I think, and then, I mean, and then season three, uh, we get the end of it. We get beach games. Um, you know, uh, Michael still is kind of considering Ryan as a as a runner up for his job, but meanwhile, of course, Ryan is um, applying for this corporate position, which he does get, and that brings us into season four. There's a deleted quick note, turntables. A, quick note: There's a deleted scene in Beach Games when Michael says he'd especially like to see Ryan put a hot dog in his mouth. So that part hasn't gone away. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i've never seen that That's yeah great. it's it's pretty gross oh, but yes this this sets off the uh season four which kind of sits alone as its own sort of chapter its own its own act uh in the michael ryan story when i mean in the beginning of it when when, when ryan first comes in for the first time and Look at Michael's like, look at you, you're a whole little man now. And Kevin goes, little old man boy. And they're all, <laughs> they're like, he's got the beard and they're kind of tussling. And then, I mean, and then 
Ryan cuts through the noise with just like, this is inappropriate and it stops now. And it is the it is yeah. this needle drop for Michael, who's like, whoa, it's um almost akin to when like except yeah. Except that right after that, Ryan gives Michael a look that's like, hey man, it's okay. <laughs> like I had to I do love that. you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> but this is where you know, and and as much as Mike, as much as Michael is still doing his best to see Ryan as this protege, and he he's 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 having a very hard time dealing internally with the fact that Ryan has now outpaced him already in the company and has already gotten the position Michael wanted. Um, doesn't sit well with Michael, and it sits very well with Ryan. He is very happy that he doesn't have to put up with it again, even yeah. though he still kind of does like. He still can't be seen differently by Michael, despite um, growing a beard and moving to New York. Well, what also it's happened a- during season three was that Jan and Michael were very much together. And Jan, of course, that's yeah. sort of when she goes off the rails. And uh, and so, you know, Michael does point out that he got to do what pretty much whatever he wanted. And, you know, yeah, of course, like he had a relationship with Jan. I don't know. Maybe there's a chance in the back of his mind. <laughs> Michael's <laughs> thinking. That's what Ryan says. It's like, I'm your boss you know? now. You got to treat me just like you should at Jan. And like, well, that's kinky. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's a dynamic that I think really it's, it's set up very well, like to serve like the, the, the potential that is unlocked when Ryan becomes the, the corporate figure and takes on Jan's role is is pretty amazing because one of the first things that he says to Michael is that he knows exactly how much time and manpower is wasted in the branch. So it's not Jan looking from the outside in and 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 like wondering why they spent so much on this um you know on this fundraiser for the tsunami or uh the the party. Something like that. Yeah. Exactly. You, you've got it's just somebody who who's been there and knows exactly what happens day to day and is not going to stand for it. I mean, if you're Ryan and you move into the corporate position, that's like one of the first things you might try to do. Obviously, Ryan has a pretty misguided time there um, with his New York life and the fraud that he commits and the way that it ends. But the other thing that happens a lot is, or I think that is pretty amazing in the whole Michael-Ryan relationship. Besides, on one hand, you have Michael struggling to implement these new initiatives that Ryan has. The website, Blackberries, um, the launch party, where uh, and now from my hometown, my former boss Michael Scott. <laughs> How about that picture? Well, you know, one of my yeah, one of my salesmen beats you your computer. Congratulations, <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Um. It, but the other piece of that is Michael Ryan being on the receiving end of Michael's calls, and it's like Jan. Early on, David Wallace at different points, but like this little sweet spot where it's Ryan and Ryan being the one to react to 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 Michael's calls is just amazing. So, in prepping for these episodes, I mean, we've been doing the show for quite a while. So, a lot of times, you know, you watch a lot of the same footage or the same clips or the same episodes to get ready and everything. But every now and then, there's a clip or a moment that surprises me. And one for this episode was in Fun Run. Um, where Michael is uh, calling, Michael calls Ryan after he's hit Meredith, and uh, he says, so I need a little treat for the gang, something to win their affections back. Ryan says, back? Why is that, Michael? Well, (laughs) 
I ran down Marion's with my car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, did you do this on purpose? No, I was being negligent. Um, but she's in the hospital, fine, recovering early. And then, you know, on company property with corp company property, but just I ran down Meredith with my car. <laughs> the word down instead of over is is so much funnier. Ran down. Uh, I ran down. <laughs> it's like the worst way you could say it's it. It's the worst thing you could say. Yeah. Like I saw like, her. Was a, I saw her was like, gun the gas pedal at her. Yeah. yeah. I ran and, down. And over the phone, you know, um, Michael sets up the seasons like, you know, things are great with Jan. Um, you know, my corporate, my protege, Ryan is corporate. Mm -hmm. Jim is my number two, Dwight and Andy rocking the sales team. <laughs> and then, and then he runs down. Oh, but yeah. That moment really got me in, in watching, uh, and preparing for <laughs> That's all of this. A good one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think just like favorite Michael and Ryan moments in season four is one that Ryan is not actually there for, which is, uh, the deposition we learn about the way that Michael writes about Ryan in his diary. <laughs> who's this, who's this Ryan uh, woman? And who's not as, quite just as, as hot as Jan, but in a different way, it's not a woman, just a cool guy. I don't have, I don't have the exact quote in front of me. Yeah. Best friend type of, the way yeah. Toby stifles his laugh is so good. In oh, that scene. I, Toby is such a punching bag in the whole show. I'm really glad he gets this one moment. That must be like the purest joy that Toby feels the whole series. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I uh, like only to have that... his push tray or his lunch tray pushed off the table by Michael at lunch <laughs> after opening up about his divorce. <laughs> his parents. Yeah. Yeah. His parents. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, <laughs> Ryan actually isn't in the room for all this, but he is used by corporate in this episode too to kind of as bait for Michael, like go out there and like, you know, get Michael to like pledge his allegiance to the company. Yeah. Right. Ryan has a moment where he's like, oh man, you know, we've always been so loyal to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is uh, with their, their physical distance throughout season four. Uh, you know, Michael has to go to him sometimes too. Uh, that's and we get to this eventually leads to night out. And I'd say <laughs> night out and a goodbye Toby is kind of the end of the second chapter of their relationship where uh, Ryan definitely flames out. But this is funny. The reason like the reason Michael goes to New York with Dwight is the way that the way that Ryan tells Michael about the women he meets in New York going out to clubs. Like mm -hmm. there's, there's clearly a part of Ryan that's like, I, I want to make Michael jealous. I want Michael to see the life I'm living because I like, I feel like in that moment, Ryan's kind of trying to twist the knife with Michael even though he's almost talking, he, he's kind of talking this like no, bro to bro, like bro, dude, I, dude, the, you should see the women I hook up with in New so, York. It's it's wild, and Michael's like, wow, and it's it's almost like he's 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 bragging about it, and it's like he does he want Michael to be impressed to like it's like it's it's a weird move by Ryan. This is the beginning of them like kind of cracking like 
Ryan's egg and starting yeah. to show us that he is like really actually very insecure. They start and, like, this he, when he's he doing wants it. to he's giving an interview in the wrong office. That's like the first sign of like, you know, Ryan's mm-hmm. not, he's a junior VP. That doesn't mean he's in charge. And then you see his studio yeah. apartment and you're like, what he, whatever he makes in New York, that's what he can get. Like, he's not right. this like high rise living guy that it, Michael thinks he is. No. And like, you see him like talking up Kevin and Andy who it's like, come on. I mean, Ryan is a good, ju- like, you know, seems like a cool guy up to this point. He knows that Kevin and Andy are like, not like tuna like, tuna tuna <laughs> Vince Vaughn yeah um yeah I I think I mean I just want to like to ju- like jump ahead to the uh season seven when everyone is singing this song to Michael as he's leaving the show the one thing Ryan says is you help me get off drugs which we actually never see in the show but mm-hmm. I think that it's interesting that you know, they put that in the, you know, the writers put that in the song that was always in their heads that there's this moment, there's this period of time after season four, because we kind of see, you know, in Night Out that, you know, Ryan is probably doing cocaine or pills or something like that. Mm-hmm. And well, um, a friend of his. And the, <laughs> sure. <Yeah>. And then <laughs> and then, you know, and then, of course, there's this sleepover with, with every with Michael and Dwight and like. You know, I love that, like, in season seven, they they give you this little bit of info that's like, yes, after <laughs> Ryan went to jail, Michael helped him get off drugs. <laughs> like, what we're led to did Ryan, like, crash at his condo for a while? I mean, you know, uh, I'm again, it's like moving into season five. You know, we get the goatee brothers. <laughs> did you grow that after you helped me move and you saw that yeah <laughs> i think that's i think that's a good call and i think w- when when michael sees the news that he's arrested like michael's legitimately kind of dev- very like, upset. upset and devastated i'm just scared about my friend and i think that's probably we don't see it but i think you're right like he probably does uh he moves back to scranton i'm guessing ryan like moved back moves back in with his parents or something michael helps him get on his feet, helps him move to whatever apartment he's in. Get a job. He probably gave a great recommendation when Ryan got that job at the bowling alley because Michael knows that he's at the bowling alley. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That is true. And this yeah. is this is the start of the third act with them. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking, uh, do you guys want to take a break before we move on? Yeah. We'll take a quick break. Yeah, let's do that. And we'll be right back. What's better than finding quality candidates? Finding them instantly. For a powerful hiring partner, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. There are a lot of hiring scenes on The Office, like when they're trying to find Michael's replacement, or when Dwight is trying to find a salesman among his friends, or when Andy has to restaff the warehouse after they all win the lottery. It's easy to imagine how much faster that all could have been if they had Indeed Instant Match. With Indeed Instant Match, Indeed does the hard work for you. You sponsor a job, and boom! Instant Match shows you candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description immediately after you post. With Instant Match, you can start 
hiring fast. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash Scott to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash Scott, S-C-O-T-T. That's Indeed.com slash Scott. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application. Pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, already in progress. <laughs> wow. We're going to resume Perfect. with Michael in season four. Um, I think a couple little things that uh, just to kind of add on to what has already been said uh, by us previously, prior to the break, um, is there's there are elements of Ryan's Ryan reaching back to Michael. Um, like, for example, Michael and wishes either, he'd reach around, but yeah. Either purposefully <laughs> or not. Including and or neglecting Michael um, in uh, in in his like New York life. You talked about night out, and it's it's sort of this sort of open invitation, like yeah, you should come, and mm-hmm. um, you contrast that with Survivor Man, where Michael feels so excluded don't, that uh, don't you dare invite right? Michael he didn't get to go on Ryan's like, cool right. retreat. Do not Ryan's invite cool Michael retreat, lightly. Yeah. Joe, Joe Bennett learned that too. <laughs> come by and, anytime. Like there, <laughs> Ryan can be so um, sort of strong-handed with his, uh, or so like sort of brutal with his delivery, and like in money, Michael, you either quit that other job or you're fired here. Um, and yeah. at the same time, is like can be in in a sort of way extending the hand back to Michael um, throughout throughout season four. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of. A lot of Michael and Ryan. And one last thing from I'm, Night Out. I think the most uh, the most Michael Scott quote of all time comes from Night Out. I think, or one of them, I should say, when Michael says, um, "Ryan says, do you want to go to a place where we can meet older women?" And Michael says, "I'd like to go to a place where we can meet where we can meet older girls." <laughs> God, so, I mean, and like I don't know if we mentioned too, just like that when Michael and Dwight show up, Ryan is so excited to see them, yeah, and even yeah. Michael is caught off guard. Like he's like, it's us. Well, they're dealing. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. It's, I know it's you guys. Yeah. They're dealing yeah. with cocaine, Ryan. You know, it's yes. Yeah. He'd be stoked but to I, see anyone. But uh, you know, there's a li- there's a little bit of real Ryan in cocaine, Ryan. I think You're right. coming out. You're right. You know, there's the kid. A drunk man's words are an honest in, man's uh, thoughts. <laughs> yeah. In vino, yeah, in vino veritas, yeah. as uh, Robert California would say. That's right. Um, we can we could maybe move into season five, I think. Yeah, with, uh, definitely. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk Ryan about making his ignominious return in uh, in weight loss. Yeah, I'm in weight loss. Michael, I got gotta have him. Give me Ryan Howard, right? <laughs> Brings him back. Uh, I, don't, I I'll pay anything. I think he says. <laughs> I'll pay anything. Give, which pay which any is amount. again like, is this out of pocket for Michael? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know he doesn't spend his money in in very. I know. Smart ways. He already spent his shoe money and goodbye, Toby. You know, that wasn't that yeah, long ago. Yeah, and this scary bar over here is money that you spend <laughs> on stuff no one ever needs. Uh, he does all of this, you know, under, not, without David Wallace knowing, but David obviously furious about it. Um, yep. You know. That's a deleted scene, of course. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Michael does defend Ryan, gets to, gets to stay. Uh, we get the goatee copy, of course. Um, and so, so Ryan suddenly finds himself back and here we are, it's still talking about Ryan's journey around Michael, but we see Ryan is mm-hmm. sort of kind of back where he started. Um, 
in a way. But uh, eventually we get to the Michael Scott Paper Company arc. Should we should we go there? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, I mean Ryan, Ryan uh, through this, the rest of the show, Ryan is in and out quite a bit more. He's still yes. a temp in a way, and he has less of a role in the overall show, especially outside of, um, you know, his relationship with Kelly. Um, he's not nearly as integral to a lot of the plots. He lies about going to Thailand. He's really in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> Better find out. Um make sixty thousand dollars a year at the bowling alley. <laughs> really? You make sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You pay, pay a salary year. at the bowling alley. Yeah. Um uh but that is where we find our hero here, uh with blonde blonde hair. Yeah. Uh, the this hallmark is the beginning. of any strange amount of time off. We've seen this with athletes, celebrities, and with Ryan Howard is suddenly you reemerge into the public sphere with uh a different hair color and that's you know yeah. you know they've spent some time away yeah i mean I this is my the favorite beginning. version okay go ahead oh, sorry. Uh, this is the beginning of the sugar daddy phase you know this is when uh michael is or sorry ryan is totally down and out you know those it's like season one through three he's young and cool and uh, you know all the possibilities are ahead of him and then season four he did it he's a corporate powerhouse and he's making all the money and getting all the chicks quote supposedly but then i mean now he truly is at his lowest of low and he doesn't he has he doesn't care at all he's totally fine yeah i think rolling with michael and being with him and i think the ego that he develops in season four that never goes away like i still i think in his head he is still has a corner office in a tall building in new york and that's where he belongs and he will right. do, he's still, he, he'll do anything to get back there. He's still better than everyone. Yes. Which his, makes his him so example much worse. Is, his example is, I could run GE. Even though, uh, <laughs> like, clearly he can't. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, he can barely run um, his life. And I think, like, what a contrast between the way that Ryan always kind of, the way that he carries himself um, during the Michael Scott Paper Company arc versus and the way he treats Pam and uh versus the way that Stanley and Phyllis come down and they open the door and they're like, You remember Ryan? And Stanley just slaps <laughs> and he's like to Phyllis, did you get it enough? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh yeah, and I think I think I mean let's touch on I mean within the Michael Scott paper company, Ryan's obviously one of his two employees. And mm-hmm. again we're we we see something new emerge. I mean, between him, Pam, and Michael, but uh, we kind of see this—the first inkling of mutual respect, or at least respect going back towards Michael. Um, like you said, you called it a sugar daddy phase, but I think look at that old man and his at, Rolodex yeah, go. Old man is Rolodex yeah, yeah. go. <laughs> um, we see this. This continues to happen later in season six. Obviously, with I don't know how you do it, man. I don't know how you can ha- not care what people think about you. You'll learn, You'll baby. Learn, baby. You'll learn. Uh, that guy doesn't. Yeah. So <laughs> this is the beginning, I think, of of Ryan starting to be like, I'm better than Michael, but Michael knows what he's doing. At least, like Michael's knows who he is, and he can do what he needs to do. And I think you're, that Rolodex scene is great, where he's almost impressed by it, but he's still kind of. He he has the line, you know. I can get there. Like he's he still is like can work with Michael, um, but he in his head he's still of course scheming. He's still and this kind of leads into Woof eventually. Um, 
but it's it's interesting putting them together you know in in that room and kind of putting them both of them yeah. outside Dunder Mifflin and kind of throwing them in the deep end and they both have to swim it's so important for their relationship yeah 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 that the Michael Scott paper company arc is so important too because you know here he's got he's brought you know Pam he didn't even ask to come along and he went way out of the way to go to the bowling alley to pick up Ryan, uh, a known corporate criminal. Um, and yet he gets to watch Pam succeed and make sales and be an important part of the Michael Scott paper company. And Ryan doesn't really ever rise to that. And, uh, and so, in uh, maybe it's casual Friday or something, you know, there's there they have to cut. He has to choose between Pam and Ryan. Who's going to get the sales position. He chooses Ryan uh, chooses Pam, which is a great moment for their relationship, but it's very telling that he doesn't choose Ryan. I mean, he, that is a hundred. I mean, a couple seasons ago, he absolutely would have, he would have been like, sorry, Pam. I mean, it's Ryan. Mm-hmm. He's hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're hot. Ryan's hotter. Um, <laughs> but I, but I think that that's a really big moment. That's the very first time I think that. Um, well, actually, no, that's that's not true. Besides when he kicks him to the annex, maybe. Yeah, I think. <clears throat> Yeah, we, we see them not not drifting apart, but the the their relationship isn't the same as it was before. Their relationship is not as defined by power dynamics. Um, when Ryan comes back as the temp, and I think yeah, once once Ryan is uh, fake hired and then fired and then brought back on as in the temp role, um, it it doesn't have the same sort of appeal or or, or the writers don't, let's say the writers don't go to that nearly as much. They have a much bigger ensemble to kind of speak to in all the episodes, um, a lot more characters that have their own sort of plot lines. And Michael and Ryan become less of a uh, topic, I think. Um, Season six, it's very I mean, there light. Is a, there is a secret Santa moment where uh, <laughs> Michael tries to pin Ryan on his lap saying, I need this, I need this. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, you know, for, for for the sake of the fact that we're maybe running out of time here as well. I mean, yeah, it, I think it's are. important to jump to season seven has some very important Michael and Ryan moments, especially Wolf.com. That yes. is a Michael and Ryan episode. And uh, it opens with, you know, them doing their um, uh, Apple Windows parody right they got face i'm facebook i'm wolf.com and michael's wearing glasses which i didn't even like put together for so long that's such a that's such a time like of the time that like i even rewatching it to prep i i had forgotten about that yeah yeah totally uh, yeah i know justin long and and uh john mm -hmm. hodgman ads yeah Mm. better times but yes simpler yes to say yeah yeah uh, back when the only thing was just mac versus pc this was uh i mean this is the moment i think it, it, it's part of this run in season seven where michael grows a lot and eventually exits the show um with holly but um 
it is it is Michael having to come to terms with the fact that the 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 affection that he feels for Ryan only really goes in one way, as Pam explains to him, and that he's still he still is he always will bet on his on his people, like he says when he goes to the bowling alley, everybody deserves a second second chance, and then when he gives Ryan the temp job again, and he you know ta- he he gives that analogy with the playing cards, yeah, maybe Ryan's a two, but sometimes he, twos he's are wild. Going to bet on his people. And then Ryan woofs him and tells him he sold the company, and he's like, "Oh, thank God!" So, yeah, like there's there's something kind of relieved there, um, where Ryan, uh, if I flake, I flake, and that. Right. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I do have the the quote in front of me too. When when everyone is uh, attacking Ryan and is kind of attacking Michael for not yes. selling, Stanley says, "Michael, are you that blind?" He said, "I'm not blind. I know exactly who he is. He is selfish." and lazy and image obsessed and he is a bad friend and he's also <laughs> clever and he shoots incredibly high and he may just make it and you know what even if he doesn't i would rather go broke betting on my people than get rich all by myself on some island like a castaway and there is no middle ground <laughs> yeah that's <is> so hardcore <laughs> Michael clearly has think, no idea what a castaway, what the concept of a castaway either. Yeah, I, I mean, but we always talk about these moments of clarity for Michael and how, like, it's always yeah. it's just so... This is a big one. Sh- ...shocking and refreshing to hear him say something where it's like, oh, maybe this guy's smarter than he looks. And that's certainly uh, one of those moments. That's a big one. I mean, that's kind I mean, of everything. Yeah, definitely. And... I mean, there are a couple other Ryan Michael moments in season seven. He's one of the he's the proposal that Michael is the only is that legitimately worried about um, in garage sale. Um, and then something else that I've kind of been thinking about as as we've been talking here is so in China, Ryan is helping quiz Michael. He's cheering him on during the sort of trivia or the mm-hmm. sort of intellectual smackdown that Michael and Oscar <laughs> have at uh, Dwight's Caffeine Corner. And thinking about that moment and a little bit in the Michael Scott paper company arc, like there was, there, there could be a chance or there are moments when they legitimately sort of seem to interact just fine and have like a normal relationship that could have potentially be some sort of a, maybe not like a great friendship, but they, they could be a lot. Yeah. They, well, they could, could be very different if Michael would ease off the gas a little bit and Ryan would let, let go of his self image a little bit because yeah. especially season five and beyond Ryan becomes this millennial caricature millennial hipster caricature and if like he could let go of that and michael could ease off the gas pedal a little bit like they could be they could have a much better relationship than they, they could have a beautiful relationship yeah, yeah. and it's almost it's funny because it's like even though ryan's so much younger it's like michael needed to mature a little bit and ryan needed to be knocked down a few pegs even though like mm-hmm. usually yeah. that would be the opposite case um but i i kind of want to my my last thing i'll add in here um is from michael's last dundies and what i think is kind of a slow key poignant ending are kind of i don't know not the ending of their relationship but to contrast it with with the with dundies which is he he gives the hottest of the office to danny cordray in michael's last dundies <laughs> and ryan it's kind of upset he, he he's he's he acts like he's relieved but he's not and it's like he it's like this is all i got i need this man like i need, I need to win this award from you <laughs> and it's almost this like bookend to where the show started of michael frankly assaulting ryan uh about with being hottest in the office all the time to this thing where it's like 
Ryan's life, uh, one of the only consistent things in it has been Michael's love of him. Michael's embracing of, of Ryan just because of who he is. And when he just doesn't quite get that, it's, it's almost like rocks him. And um, eventually in Good by Michael, Michael gives him the St. Paul, that girl sign. And it seems yes. to like, I think Ryan's like actually grateful for it. And it's kind of this, it's kind of this nice parting of ways in a way where, where um, Michael doesn't give him that award, but he gives him this and yeah, they kind of end on equal terms, um, which they've never been. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you summed it up very well. The only other thing that I would add is that as soon as Michael leaves, Ryan has to suddenly justify why he's there in the first place. Um, to D'Angelo. <laughs> yeah, it's his, it's, yeah. It's, Michael is his lifeline in, in all ways. Yeah. I mean, yes. I got away with everything under the last boss. So, yeah. <laughs> so I need someone to lead. But don't just boss me around. Lead I mean, me he, when I'm in the mood to be led. Mood to be led. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just like a, as an epilogue a bit to this. I mean, Robert California never buys Ryan's bullshit. He doesn't. No. <laughs> Origami, the sushi of paper. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, any <laughs> final thoughts on on Michael and Ryan? Favorite moments that we didn't touch on before we? I mean, for me, no, nothing. No, no other moments. I think we 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 touched on quite a few. Although there are so many. There's so um, many. I'll just do I one say, quick one for me is from oh, yeah. garage sale. I mean, during the proposal when Michael says that Ryan, Ryan's the only one he was concerned about with everyone asking Holly yeah. to marry them. <laughs> He's still, even then Michael still got a little, little thing for Ryan. The only thing I'd say is that this relationship is so unique because it just kind of, it doesn't have like a natural shape the way that the love story between Jim and Pam or the uh, sort of relationship between Michael and Dwight, like Michael and Pam. We've talked about some of these other other uh, relationships, and they have a little bit more of a natural flow and progression. But with Michael and Ryan, like it, it just kind of goes in so many different directions. Um, it's uh, it, it's very unique, and it changes and it stops, and the writers just kind of go away from it for a little while at a certain point. Like it's just, um, yeah, it's very one of a kind. It's kind of, I mean, honestly, reflecting on it through this episode, it's kind of a beautiful relationship. I'm kind of happy for them <laughs> in the end. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that they really continue to be friends after Michael leaves and Ryan, you know, hmm. abandons his baby. <laughs> you it's, know, other it's beautiful, but it's like uh, beautiful in the way that like a giant like triple decker burgers be like it's beautiful but it's so bad it's, for you <laughs> it's what they both needed yeah. at the at that time in their lives you know michael needed sure. needed to believe in this kid michael needed to and, feel young and and realize you know what i'm okay growing up moving on being mature yeah and and ryan needed someone to believe in him to the point that he was like you know what Maybe I'm. Maybe I need to give up. Uh, <laughs> Was it Stanley uh, says it's a bad bet. It's a bad bet. <laughs> I'm betting on myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there you have it, Michael and Ryan. Uh, <laughs> that was really fun, you guys. Uh, let's uh, let's meet up for some trivia. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. Woo! 
<laughs> All right. So this week's trivia was sent to us by Ryan. What up, Cynthia? Ryan in Everett, Massachusetts here, co-host of the MSPC Fan Club podcast. Oh, what's up, Ryan? Oh, shout out to Everett. I noticed that there are a lot of words that are common to a number of the Office episode titles. There are 29 words that appear in more than one title of an episode of The Office. How many can you name and the episode titles that those words are in? For example, the word search appears in two episode titles, The Search and Search Committee. Now there are only 28 words. (laughs) (laughs) Note, this list does not include character names, nor does it include uh, articles or conjunctions, yeah. things like a, and the, or, and, etc. This okay. does include different forms of a word, such as singular, plural, or adding ing to a verb. Ah, gerund. Hint. Mm-hmm. The most common word is seen in seven episode titles. Two words appear in six different episode titles, Five words appear in three different episode titles, Jesus. and the rest appear in two episode titles. Okay. okay well, let's uh, let's let's get started. We have twenty-eight words. That's right. Dundies. That's in two. That's at least yes. In two. That is I'm, in the Dundies. I'm gonna guess and the Michael's most last Dundies. I'm gonna gonna guess the most uh, common one is uh, day. Uh, day is you got like you got like in, diversity day, so, St. Patrick's Day, Valentine's secret uh, secretaries. So day is second most common. Oh. It has six episodes. So does one other word, by the way. But yes, diversity day, Valentine's Day, take your daughter to work day, St. Patrick's Day, secretaries day, and last day in Florida. Um, I party, pool party, garden party. Party's gotta be. Party's a great guess. Yeah. Yeah. So what what'd you say? Pool party, garden party, garden party, launch party, launch party, oh, yeah. uh, viewing party. Let's keep... um, yep. Oh, dinner yes. party. Of course. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I forgot that naming all the episodes is a component of this. Trivia. I don't. Yeah. I'm, me like, too. I was, I was, like I was giving you some the words. Let's just try and get but the you words. Know, yeah. But party is the most okay. title. So like you have two okay. more. You I don't think we have time to, to name all the episodes, but let's just try and get the words. <laughs> like, let's just get the words. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. What are the other all right, parties? All right. Christmas party. And yeah, I think sure. welcome party, you guys didn't say? Okay. Welcome yeah. Party. Okay. Well, there's at least okay. four, like, Christmas <laughs> episodes. There's at least, like, four Christmas episodes. Yeah. Yes. Classy Christmas. Christmas party. Benny Hanukkah. Dwight Christmas. Moroccan Christmas, Christmas. Classy Christmas. Christmas wishes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, okay. very good. Yeah, Christmas is in uh, six different episodes. I mean, pa- and it- paper at least is in Michael Scott Paper Company. Prince Family nice. Paper. Mm-hmm. Is there another paper? A- a- yeah. What's the? Can you get the third pa- one on that? Is it? It's a toughie. Planes? Yeah, paper airplane. Oh, very nice. Yeah, nice. Airplane. Yeah. Very well done. Okay, okay. good job. Um, uh, work. I was just thinking that one. Work, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, you got to take, take your daughter to take work. Take your daughter day. to work today. Yep, yep. And, work, and, can and you... work, work bus. Work bus. Yeah, that's right. Yes, very good. Okay, okay. You said day. Is there a night? I and mean, there's night out. Uh, is there another yes, night? Night out. Uh, there is also casino night. Casino night. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we had, very good. We had a few good. of those, didn't we, Sean? <laughs> we had a few of those. <laughs> That's for the uh, Patreon. Yeah. That's for the Patreon, all right? Subscribe. <laughs> Become a Scott Stott. There's, there's manager and the salesman and also Dwight Schrute, oh. acting manager. Uh, very good. Manager, yes. There's a goodbye Toby and Mike and goodbye Michael. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, there is, isn't there a manager? Oh, we said manager, didn't we? Uh, uh, yes, we did manager. Yeah. Oh, what about um? I know there's. In nine, there's new guys, but there's also new boss. Is yes, new one of them. Yes, and there's also new leads. Ah, uh, yeah, new leads. Oh, that is three. the third, three episodes. We talked about. Also, I'm just going with common words now. I'm thinking like, yeah, go for there's, it. There's business schools, and there's also business, business trip. That's yeah. right, and business ethics. Oh. Mm -hmm. That's right. I choose. Uh, guys, we're doing business, very good. Is, is, is meeting one? I mean, meeting the shareholder uh, meeting. meeting. Yes, two episodes. Uh, there is shareholder meeting, and there is the meeting. The meeting. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, uh, the meeting with uh, um, Jim and uh, David Wallace. Salesman. The manager and salesman, and then traveling nice. salesman. Nice. Very good. Yes. And um, junior salesman. Oh, yeah? I'm just thinking of episode titles that might have. I know, right? Oh, yeah. uh, no, that's the merger. No, there's uh, uh, there's branch branch wars. Yeah, yeah, there is, and there's another branch <laughs> one, right? Yeah. Uh, hold branch. On. Um, it's a it's a yeah branch closing exactly. Nice. Um. There is a three count that you guys haven't gotten yet. Um, Everything else is two episodes. There is one word that you haven't gotten that's three. Date? No. Mm? Um, I don't see date. Is Oh, wedding? Is it wedding? Well, there's, there's Roy's wedding. wedding. Is, wow. Phyllis's wedding. That's right. Yeah, but not Jim and Pam's oh, wedding. That's, that's yeah. just Niagara. But yeah, that is oh, two. Oh, Niagara part that's one, Niagara part two. <laughs> what about job? Is there a job? That doesn't count. There's the oh, job, job and there's the job and job, job, fair. job fair. Very good. Yeah. yeah, very good. Very good. People are screaming right now. I'm sure because everyone's probably thinking of all the. There's oh, so scream. many left. Don't so. scream. Calm really? down. I don't think Calm we're gonna. Oh, well, just because I don't know. I'm just realizing how many there are of these. Let's uh, just try and get this three. What yeah. Okay. Three. Um, I mean, it's it's hard. Like, I'm not looking at a list of episodes, right? That's no, you, whole, and that would yeah, be no, cheating. no, no. That's cheating. Yeah, and like, or that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm, it's like, <laughs> sorry. Obviously, I'm not looking at a list of episodes, but without a list of episodes in front of me, it's like, what season do you go to? Like, do you I go know. down the list of one season? Like, what? Like paper. You know? um, uh, yeah. Dunder Mifflin. Dunder Mifflin. I don't know. Dunder. Uh, yeah, company? I don't. I I think those are salesman. Company. Yeah. Company, 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 Michael Scott Paper Company, and Company Picnic. Company picnic. That's yeah. only two. Oh. Uh, 
Goodbye, Toby, and goodbye, Michael. We got those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about, I'm giving you guys um, 25 seconds here. And Michael. Oh, it's not names, right? Not character names. No um, names. Search the committee. 10 seconds. Uh, uh, employee? Uh, you know, employee is not on this list, um, but I am going to give you guys what is left here. Okay. Me so that, yeah, 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 let's see. We got meeting. We, we did, did get meeting. meeting. Okay. Yeah. So, so the, ep the other episode, the, uh, the other word that had three episodes was girl, hot girl, uh, boys and girls and get the girl. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we also had counseling, grief counseling and counseling. Okay. Secret, as in the secret oh, and yeah. secret Santa. Yeah. Test in drug test. testing and test the store. Oh, test so that's a toughie. Oh, testing. That's a tough okay. one. Okay, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough. Um, we had dream, dream team, living the dream. Uh, I think we, I think the search was already given at the top. Yeah. Uh, training, oh, no, 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 no. safety training, and training day. Mm -hmm. You have happy hour and after hours. You have oh, Michael. Wow. You have Michael's last Dundies <laughs> and last day in Florida. So okay. <laughs> you have Branch Wars and Turf War. Okay. You have Prince Family Paper and Free Family oh, Portrait free family. Studio. Yes. And finally, Customer Survey and Customer Loyalty. Wow. Okay. Uh, Ryan McGowan. Uh, co-host of the MSPC Impressive fan club That's, that podcast. Uh, thank yeah, you very much. Too. That is uh, definitely uh, put some work into that. And we appreciate that. If you would like to send us some extravagant trivia, email us at mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. Uh, you can also give us a call at 503-694-9314. Uh, Leave us a message. We love to play the messages on the show. You can let us know about your favorite Michael and Ryan moment that we didn't mention. We love to hear about those. Uh, we are on Facebook and Instagram. We have a website, michaelscottpod.com. And we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash michaelscott. For five bucks a month, you can become a Scott's Tot. You get a bonus mailbag episode every month that you exclusively get to ask questions to. And... Uh, you get ad-free main feed episodes. You get our <laughs> Ted Lasso podcast and our White <laughs> Lotus podcast. And soon. Oh, yes. Our Party Down podcast, oh. uh, which we will be doing in anticipation for season three of Party Down. Yeah. If you can watch, <laughs> watch Party, start watching Party Down and join us for the new season, please. Who's got the stars sub subscription? We, we'll, How are we we'll going to watch that? We'll get a show. We'll get a show account. We'll get a show account. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, anyways, uh, and, and of course, check us out on Discord. You heard all about that. Uh, so uh, thank you very much to our Scott's Tots for supporting the show. Uh, thank you to, to Ryan Lloyd for designing our artwork. This episode I was recorded. Lonely. And I need a new Ryan. I couldn't go the whole episode without dropping that once. Thank you. Finally. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us as we uh, dip back in um, to talk about Michael and Ryan. Uh, pretty fun topic for this week. Um, but as always, just thank you for listening, supporting us, hanging out with us, spending time, allowing us to continue doing the show. Um, we're coming up on four years, which is pretty incredible. Um, so uh, I actually think, man, I actually think Thursday. I think. Are we past it? <laughs> no, 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 no. I think. Uh, oops. Hold on. I think like this week or next week is four years. Ah, okay. Never mind. Uh, February 5th, 2019. So we're already past. Four wow. Years. We just did it. We just hit four years. Yeah. Woohoo. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Good for we us. Should, but 200, we'll do a belated... <laughs> 200 episode will be our big party. Yeah, that's timelines it. are timelines are fuzzy, but thank yeah, you for spending right. time with us and uh, for hanging out and, uh, and and listening. We we always appreciate it. Um, but take care, stay safe. See you next week for more years. For more, more years. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. I know who I want to take me home. Take me home. Oh. You know what? Fine. I try to start fun traditions for you guys, but if you don't want to sing, no traditions. Closing time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Good night. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.